Oh, oh, the broadcast is live. Yeah, we are here. We are here. Tim, are you here, Tim? I, I am here and oh. I'm kind of here, right oh, here. I think you're working. Well, I'm working. working right now. Yeah. And welcome to episode 121. Palindrome. Yes. Welcome to the palindrome, ep- palindrome episode uh, of Ripping the Rack podcast. Yeah. I'm your host, Tim. Uh, yay. Swedish Fish, Tim. I only said that because if you ever get through Wiscasset, stop at Sweets and More. Holy shnikes, the place is awesome. Where? Sorry. It's, it's in, in Wiscasset. It's on Route 1 in Maine. Route 1. It's a giant the, candy store. What the fuck is Wis... What? Wiscasset. What Wiscasset. Listen, Chris Pam, sis. Yeah, yeah. Miss Gobadit. Muscadabit, whatever it is. I don't care. Uh, hey, Nico, Nico, Ryan, and Wayne. I'm Good broken. to see you. See, uh, I am sore. So with us today <laughs> is the Coastal Crouton. <laughs> My God. The Coastal Crouton. What, you call me a crouton? <laughs> Good thing this is live. <laughs> it's the Coastal Crouton, Mr. <laughs> Brian Hathorn. Crunch, crunch, crunch. Hey, everybody. Crunch, crunch, big booty. Oh, crunch, oh. crunch, big booty. Wow. Coastal Crouton. <laughs> I'm enjoying it. I'm I'm oh, enjoying Brian, it. Brian, how you doing? I'm doing good, Tim. I'm doing good. I'm I'm not as sore as everybody else who's probably listening. I didn't bowl, so I am sore. I'm sore just from standing around and watching. It's, it's yeah. hurtful. Watching Tim get out of the truck Saturday night was hilarious. Oh my god. He almost fell in his driveway. I did almost. I didn't, but I almost did. Uh, and with uh, with us today, he is. I am sore. Um, I am sore. <laughs> it's uh, it's the um, don't don't. I know you're gonna say it. It's not even it, worth it's it. The it's the dethroned king of. It's yeah, the dethroned it's king of the north. Tournament easy, easy. <laughs> he was easy. he was dethroned. Listen, if you beat them all every tournament, they don't want to come back. So you need to give them something. I'm I'm a I'm a uh, what is it a, a generous king? Oh, I like to, oh, I like oh. to share with my uh, the little people. <laughs> so you with me? Yeah, you, Matt Harnett, Freshy, you know all the little people. Wow, uh, yeah, it's uh, Calvin Locke. He is coming Locke. to us, uh, coming to us from uh, Moncton. Moncton. She didn't. She didn't say it this time. We went through the playoffs, and she didn't say Calvin Locke. I actually got Calvin Locke. I was so impressed. Wow! I know that's impressive. I I thought it was. I thought it was just. It, it was. Are you talking about the can ham? Yes. Yes. Oh, the can oh, ham. Hey, yes. now Chris Winter's game. On the other hand. Yeah. Matt. What was Wiz, Wisniar? What was yeah that? Wisniar? <laughs> uh, no, Nico, we're we're never going to shut out uh, the Candle Pimple and Network for their wonderful job streaming this past weekend, where we were able to watch everything live and in person. And I would never say they did an awesome job or anything no, like that. No, it was horrible. Because watch every one of those strings on. And now I hated I hated watching everything that I could watch. Didn't like I, it at all. I hated it too because I was on it and it was not pretty. So <laughs> I hated it even more. I will not give them a shout out. What a terrible job they did. Yeah, oh, no, they no. they they, they were Patriots fans. Oh, can't handle them Patriots fans. What? Ah, they I suck. Said he's salty, much like Patriots fans. Ah, uh, the no, they're just stupid, not salty. Wow. No, that's Cowboys fans like me. Wow. <laughs> it's um, their year. This year is their year. Oh, we, 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 have, the we have we have lots to talk about. Um, but before we before we talk about the lots of things, um, I actually before we forget, I want to um, I got to find the questions. I want to I want let's do questions first. Because we've kind of put them off for a few, so let's okay. answer uh, let's answer sure, Wayne's okay. questions first. We're starting out, we're starting out hot. All right. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Topics. We're ready to go. Okay. Um, no. Yes. 
Maybe. How am I doing? So far, you're good. Keep going, Brian. <laughs> I'm going to answer the third one. Go ahead. Uh, <laughs> 71. Oh, you were so close. You were so close. You're off by a couple. Uh, let's see. The different organizations are confusing to um, all of us. Are, are, are all of us. <laughs> uh, life. Those of us. Those of us that have been in the uh, candlepin bowling uh, community for um, 49 years. Um, you know what? You're old. Yeah, I am old. Um, <laughs> the answer is always 42, Hunter. It is always 42. Uh, so the different organizations, uh, does the ICBA still exist and what does it do? So I have been, the ICBA does still exist. Um, it is the International Canopy Bowling Association. Um, what does it do? Uh, that's a great question. I, I'm not trying to be flip when I say I don't know. Um, but I don't know. I, it's not. Unless you're in the organization, meaning you're a proprietor or something like that, over the last, I don't know how many years, it's been really kind of quiet. Um, I know they're there to promote the game. Um, I know they're there to promote the associations, to, you know, the proprietors, things like that. Um, they do have the ICBA Hall of Fame. They have... Um, you know, just the rule books, the official <coughs> rules of candlepin bowling, things like that. Uh, so as far as what does it do, you know, that's a great question. And eventually we will have, now we had Lexi on at one point. Um, uh, now that she is the vice president of the ICBA, I'd love to get her back on again and have her talk a little bit about uh, the vision of the ICBA and kind of uh, what they would like to do moving forward. So are there state Canopin associations or provincial associations? Uh, Calvin, there's nothing in Canada anymore, is there? There's juniors, uh, right? AYB. No, that, that's actually completely done now. AYB, really? AYB is dead. Uh, died over oh, the pandemic. Yeah, so we have, a few, we have a few bowling alleys who I know still have their youth league, but it's not something like they have to do their own organizing. There's no committee or anything for AYB. No, nope. we have, and we have nothing provincially. We have nothing. No. Okay. We don't so, have so association wise, up in the frozen north is kaput. Kaput. Okay. Um, there are still state canopin associations. You've got the main state canopin uh, proprietors association. Uh, you've got the New Hampshire association, of course, Massachusetts. Uh, what is it, the MCBA or MSCBA or something. Um, and what do they do is, yes. <laughs> uh, ultimately, they should be promoting the game as as how they can promote it. But do they do that? Some do. Uh, some try. Others just sit back and try to reap any benefits they get from um, you know, being a part of the association. Thank you, Caitlin. The NBA, not NBA. No, and Maine, Maine, Maine is the MSCBA. MSCBA, yes. Maine State um, Association. So I again, I'm going to be flipped when I say, "What do they do?" I I don't know. I'm not a part of it. Um, I've gone to meetings in the past. Uh, when I was a tournament director for the Maine Candlepin Pro Tour, um, I went to some state meetings in Maine. Um, Back then, there was a lot of promotion of the game. You know, now I I don't know. Uh, let's I mean, see. to be honest, do they still do the scholarship I, for the juniors, the ICBA. Yes. Okay, so they do do that. They do have quite the junior program every year down in um, New Hampshire. They have the junior. They do hand out a scholarship, I believe, to the winners. Yes, they do. Calvin. Cool. Uh, I was just going to say, I had no idea the ICBA existed until I moved to Moncton. So, and I saw it on the board that said ICBA records or whatever. And I said, what the heck's an ICBA? Um, oh. Wayne, your next question of the different types of leagues and tournaments. Uh, I could go, we could go on about this. I will respond to your email with that, but there are a lot of different types of leagues out there. What's the oddest league you've seen? The oddest? Yeah, like 
There's one that, like, I, I don't understand up in Canada how you guys figure out. It's like two boxes at a time I get, but the 442. Triple, triples? Our triples league? I, I love don't, it. I don't get 442. 442. You go four boxes, four boxes, and then your last two. I love it. it it's it's a different kind of because I mean you're basically just doing two turns in once, right? Instead of doing the five boxes at a time, and then you just end up with two boxes at the end because the last two boxes are the important ones. So, I mean, it's not as far fetched as I think you're 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 thinking of it. Just because it's different than five and five and two and two, I think a weird one would be like three 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 one. Like that's weird. That's weird. Right, but the four four two, you're getting two turns and two turns and then another turn. Well, they have the three four three tournament, right? Yeah, I mean, there's 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 a lot of different. You know, I would tell you, um, a nine ten league is odd to me, um, only because it's only been in the last couple of years that I even heard of a nine ten league. Um, I I don't know. It's a fun league, you yeah. know. But I, I, I don't know how much. Now, I've always said that I use leagues as practice. That's what I'd always done. That was my practice time. Hit the head pin. There's your practice. So there if I go to a nine pin league, I'm not getting much practice shooting at nine pin drops because you're never shooting at them. So I don't know. Uh, in the term pros versus the amateurs, um, you know, in candle pin bowling, I. You talk yeah. about there is, and handicap. Well, no, because you can make money in a handicap tournament that in the in the legal sense that makes you professional. But in the in, in you the, can make money playing horseshoes. Does that make you a professional horseshoe player? Yeah. Technically, yes. Technically, yes. If you're going to tournaments that are put on and you're winning money, yes, you're a professional horseshoe. You're making money off it. So it, it's really it's really a general designation, uh, I would say. Yeah. You know, your professional bowler, um, you know, is probably someone that averages, you know, in the past, I would have said anyone over 120 and that's going to tournaments and making money. Now it's a little bit different. Maybe it's your 110 to 115 average bowler that's doing a lot of these handicap tournaments that's making money. So God, after this weekend at the big mixed worlds tournament, I don't know if I'd classify like we're getting into the 112 to 113 range as your professional. Again, it's <laughs> it, the, the game is changing. Whether but if you look at the US Open in golf, that's supposed to be, you know, traditionally a plus to win. And they were all pros. So it's just it's hard, you know. It's hard yeah. And the last, the last one is: What would you advise for a person who wants to start bowling regularly? What's a good starting point? Don't. Don't. <laughs> no, we're supposed to be proprietors of the game, Brian. We're supposed to tell okay. them. Okay, bowl, bowl for fun. Bowl for fun. Get find a league. Yeah, uh, find, find a league, league that. Yeah. You find a league, league that find suits a league your, with your friends. With yes. your friends and join their team. Just be like, hey. I'm not good. Is like, is there like a handicap? Find a handicapped league that is with a go bunch of your friends that you want to go too. out and drink and have fun. Because I know a guy um, in our Wednesday night league. He never bowled before. He came in with like a 42 average, I think is what he was after the first half. And he's like, I'll be there every week. I'll be there with drinks. I'll be there. And he just progressively got better. He's up to about a 78 now. So, I mean, just to get get out and throw the ball, you have to get and you have to have fun. You have to understand that bowling really is fun. As much as we like to suck the fun out of it because we are sore and we throw a lot of balls and we expect the best out of ourselves. So when we don't bowl well, like I did not this weekend or the weekend, well, I bowled all right the weekend before. But as bad as I did bowl this weekend, I still had fun. I still enjoyed being at the bowling alley and I still enjoy the game of bowling. So you need to find that kind of ground that allows you to have fun, even though you're going to be frustrated as hell and not want to bowl anymore. It's essentially the, the, the mindset of candlepin bowling. You will love it because of the atmosphere. Cause I, I said that this weekend, I said that to somebody this weekend, I, they, Somebody asked me at work, you bowl? Is that fun? 
I'm like, no, <laughs> bowling is not fun. But the people and the atmosphere and the excitement of candle pin bowling, like the amount of times that there was either a nice shot and heck, there was three of them in the very first string against me. Chris Merrill made three amazing shots back to back to back, like cut shots. I mean, he hit them well and they went. So it was, it was good shots and everybody was just losing it. And that's the excitement of candle pin bowling is that anything can happen at any time. So that you got to get the excitement into it, but also know that you're going to hate yourself at mm -hmm. least 80% of the time, <laughs> at least. Yeah. I would I, look, find it, find a fun league, get, have a good time with some friends. You're, you're, you're going to find that, you know, your bowling will improve. You're, you're going to have more fun. And then find once you once you're in there, find a couple of handicap tournaments. You know, um, go enjoy get just, uh, some fun handicap tournaments and really see what a tournament atmosphere is like. Um, to me, there is there is nothing like the atmosphere of, of a, a candlepin bowling tournament like that. Mixed worlds, worlds, things like that. There is there is nothing absolutely nothing that compares and and that's why i keep coming back um i didn't bowl this weekend i i can't it it physically pains me to bowl but i wanted to go watch and so brian and i made a three and a half hour drive down on saturday and we mm -hmm. stayed for about five and a half six hours and made the three and a half hour drive back home wasn't bad no no, we had fun. I, I had a blast. Oh my god, I had I had so much fun. Matter of fact, I think I might have had more fun this weekend just <laughs> than any of the bowlers. <laughs> than any of the bowlers. Uh, no, you know. That's what everyone kept telling us, at least. Yeah. yeah. Look, I'm gonna uh, when we get talking about the mixed worlds, I'm gonna talk about that experience that I had as is kind of watching because that's the first time I've been able to sit back and actually watch other teams and other bowlers and not have a vested interest in whether or not they make a shot or whether or not something doesn't go or goes or something just, like that. You're just enjoying it. I'm just enjoying it and I'm enjoying the atmosphere. So we'll, we'll talk about that in, in, in just a few minutes. Um, the last question that I had uh, is, is Wayne and this is actually kind of funny um, is uh, he found my, he found the 500, my 500 on YouTube. Uh -huh. And he wanted and he wanted to know if it, was, it was not a sweater vest. <laughs> it was an Argyle sweater. Get yes, it right. Dear. It was yes, a full dear. sweater. Uh, he wanted to know, did the Argyle sweater improve my bowling that day? Um, and would I recommend Argyle sweaters to bowlers seeking to make a fashion statement on the lanes? <laughs> um, I'm, Brian knows this story. I will say it quickly is I was a little late to league that night. And I come right from work. Um, and I had to dress up, fairly dress up for work at the time, you know, dress pants, polo and a sweater or something like that. And I threw, I don't know, like four or five balls to warm up. And they were like, all right, you ready? I'm like, yeah, whatever. Let's go. And I threw a 90 something first half. And I jokingly said, uh, well, I guess I got I guess I got to keep the sweater on, uh, until I start to pull back. And, uh, it didn't happen. I, I had a. Must have been the sweatiest night ever. Oh my god, I was so hot. It was, <laughs> I was so hot pulling in that sweater, but I couldn't take it off because I had like a ninety half and eighty. I, I went like one seventy. I don't know. I can't even remember the scores. One seventy eight, one sixty eight, and then a one fifty something, one fifty four, whatever it was. Um, so I was like, yeah. So in answer to your thing, no, I would not recommend uh, Argyle sweaters to bowlers seeking to make a fashion statement because that was a bad fashion statement. And oh my god, my computer's doing it again. That's all right. We I enjoy it. It's so. funny. You look like dubbed Tim. Yep, dubstep Tim. <laughs> oh, you're back again. I'm back. Um, uh, yes, Wayne. The sweater was a key factor in uh, my bowling that night. Mm -hmm. So. Um, let's switch gears and let's go to the Can-Ams. Um, two weeks ago, uh, we had the, uh, Can-Am Mixed Tournament, uh, up in St. John. And that is spelled S-A-I-N-T, not S-T. Just so you know, I got, I got that. 
Okay. I got that pointed out to me. Oh, either way. You spell it out, Saint John. No, they're um, lying to you. <laughs> so I wasn't there, so I'm going to let you two talk. Go ahead, Calvin. Uh, I hated it. It was brutal. <laughs> Congratulations! Congratulations to yeah. Jeff Lapierre no. and uh, Michelle uh, on their on their win. Mm-hmm. Yes, very well done. Um, they bowled well. Yep, they Bold beat well. uh, who? They beat in the finals. They beat Cole uh, and Trisha Cole Hughes. and Trisha That's Hughes. right. Cole Fry and Trisha Hughes in the finals. Yep. Yeah. Good job yeah. to them. Good job to them. And uh, who was high average? I don't even remember that. Cole. Uh, yeah, yeah Cole, Cole was high it? average, and then high average for the women was Melissa Sinton. She bowled awesome. What was what was high average for the men? Well, yeah, I forgot my stats are over there somewhere. Our guesses. I gotta take a uh, I gotta take a break. You guys talk. One twenty five, yeah. I believe, for Cole. What was uh, what was Melissa? Do you remember? It was over one twenty. I know that. Oh, I'm walking. So, so I get uh, I gotta introduce I gotta introduce everyone to the newest. This is uh we don't have a name yet. Angie thought was going with Lucky uh, because he's double pod, he's polydactyl. He has um, thumbs. He has thumbs. So uh let's see. Um so we started with Lucky and then she's thinking mitts, mittens, mitts, M-I-T-T-Z, mitts of his catcher's mitts. Mitts Matero. So say hi. No? Okay. All right. He's gone. Uh, Danny. Yeah. If you take it three. <laughs> oh, I think so, sir. I think you have. If you take <laughs> if you take your top three. Um, uh, I don't okay. remember any of the stats. Did they post any? I think she posted. I don't Yeah, they're, they're posted post somewhere. a whole bunch Nate of Lee's stuff. posted a bunch of stuff. Well, From Nate Lee's posted a yeah, from the Can-Am, Can-Am stuff? though. Yeah, the Can-Am stuff. He did. I know that I was eliminated in the second round by Calvin. Good Actually, match, Calvin. Thanks, bud. Didn't you beat Calvin? Uh, personally, yes, by a pin. So Did he? Yeah, 27-26. So that's actually two weeks in a row that Calvin has lost to people. What What are the people? Well, they won the match. Jill, Jill okay. bailed him out. Well, yeah, that's well, what she's supposed to do. She's a good partner. I had a great partner all week in Kerrigan. Wold awesome, too. Um, hey, at least we didn't have like a 189, 191 match. Yeah, that would have been. That was, that's, yeah. That happens when you bowl certain areas. <laughs> um, I can't find where she posted all this. Oh, she just posted the totals. Yeah, I didn't, didn't, yeah, I didn't see yeah. any. Oh, okay. I mean, if I really wanted, she did post a picture of everybody's like totals, but I'd have to figure out and calculate and do all that mumbo jumbo. I know Melissa was high average, and I know that Cole was high average for the men. Yes. And I know that Jerry and Melissa had high single on the Canadian side. Yes. Three something. Three, 313. 313, yes. So let's talk about a couple of things. And we all, and we all suck. Nobody, nobody picked anybody, right? Okay, no. let's t- let's talk about the Can-Ams. All right. So, yeah, what do you want to talk about? Wait, Brian, wait, what? Wait. What? <laughs> is my shirt the right color that I can talk about this? Mine is. <laughs> no, At Calvin, you yours guys. not. Well, for you guys, yeah, navy yeah, blue. No. Correct. So navy, blue. navy, navy. Blue. But, didn't, navy but, blue. Did, but didn't it say blue? It, okay, in the book it said American blue, and the same blue is if you are looking at how your name is written from what we can see on our side of the screen here. That blue was what was in the book. Apparently it was a misprint. Um, all I said was that it was the first time in four years maybe we ought to give some people a break and possibly tell them when they sign up for the tournament what they should wear. There were numerous teams that were not notified of shirt color. Um I appreciate everything that the committee does. I really do. But I feel that the bowlers, at least one representative from each team, ought to vote on things that have to do with the bowling. As And this is not a shot at anybody, but I don't know if there, there might have been a committee member involved in the money round that they were taking so careful care to make sure the shirts were the right color in. 
I don't have, here's my thing. I don't have a problem with that delineation point of a line with Canadians on this side, Americans on this side, Americans wear this color, Canadians wear this color. So, you know, this is an American. I have have no problem with that. Zero issue with that whatsoever. Matter of fact, I like that idea. Yeah. I, I have a problem when you sit back and say, oh, no, that's not blue enough. Yeah. That's not navy blue. Or in my eyes, it's navy blue. But in their eyes, it's not navy blue. It's something else. Right. And poor like, Nate had no idea what was going on. Yeah. Well, that's the poor, thing. Poor Nate didn't know, doesn't know what his shirt color is. Almost no, like it, jerseys. Ian. Yeah. yeah. I, I, again, yeah. But, but in all seriousness, I, I understand that. But when you go and you point out the book, in the book, that everyone has gone by and it just says blue, and they say, well, we're going to go by the intention, not what's listed in the book. Then why have the book to begin with? No. Or or better yet. We'll bring this up next year. Perfect, Michelle. That's that's exactly what I think Brian had just said. None of the new teams were made aware of the color. I So I have been sub for many, many years. And I had a spot once many years ago and gave it up. I had a spot. And whatever. So I've known for many years that I have to wear a navy blue shirt. Yeah. But that's only because I've bowled in this for 30-something years. Like I subbed back in 1991 or 92 or whatever it was. Right. So I get that. But if none of of the new teams, and there there are a lot. There were a lot of new teams. Hey, and I'll even own up to it. I had a spot. And yes, I my shirt was not navy blue. It was an American flag, but okay. <laughs> well, uh, I mean, uh, yeah. I, uh, it was I, navy blue based. I Yes, but still not navy blue. Like, they say with us that we need to wear red, but if there's like a little bit of gray on it, it's okay, but it, the red has to be predominant. So your shirt was more red and white predominant than the navy blue at the bottom. No, no, the one I wore Saturday. You're talking about the one I wore Friday. Yes, that one was predominantly yeah. white. No, the other one is predominantly blue. But okay. it doesn't make any sense. Here's what they need to do. They need to order. They need to have shirts available to order. And yes, I'm going to be picky. And no, I don't want to pull in carpet. A decent shirts. So I don't, I don't, I like the idea. And I was going to say there should be here, here are the shirts you can order. Here's two red, here's two blue. Yeah. There you go. But yeah. like, if Brian, not, you have to go out and get your own that look almost right. identical type. It needs to be the same color. But like, Brian, I don't want to wear a cotton shirt. No. I want. I want dry fit. Yeah. Whether it's Under Armour dry fit, Nike dry fit, whatever it is, I want dry fit material. That's what's comfortable bowling in. Absolutely. So, <coughs> yes, there there is that. Now, <laughs> now let's talk. Let's talk about the elephant in the room. Yeah, I'm right here. Let's talk about the giraffe <laughs> in the room. Um, oh, the shifts, different the differences yeah. in shifts. But see, the, the here's and, the th- and let me say why I say that, Calvin. So, okay. and I know Chris Ryder did a fantastic job, and I thank Chris yeah. for posting mm-hmm. this. There was a 35 pin difference. That's it. Yeah. On the American yeah. sides between Friday night and Saturday morning. So yeah. between the night shift and it's the and the day shift. Statistical like it's statistical time. Same. Yeah. Okay. Pretty much. Yeah. There was a 5,000 5,000 pin difference between your night shift on the Canadian side. Yeah. And your day shift on the Canadian side. Correct. That is not a statistical tie. No. That is why you had 13 teams or 12 teams from the night shift on the American side make it and 13 teams on the Canadian side on the morning shift make it yeah here's my problem your night shifts aren't bowling to your day shifts no 
So I have always said that it should be your top eight teams on night shift and top eight teams on your day shift. That's your 16 teams that make it. It's the only fair but way. But how do you, but how, uh, okay, I guess, yeah. It's the only fair way to do it. You can't, how do I word this? If there is that much of a statistical difference right, in bowling, yeah, and I'm going to talk about Canadian side, okay? Yep. And I don't care if you want to use your better teams, your weaker team, whatever you want to use, however you want to word it, okay? The 5,000-pin difference, that's not just for this year. Meaning it's there's a huge difference every year between the night shift and the day shift on the Canadian side, or at least since I've been involved. Yeah. I like Michelle's idea too. I love that idea, actually. Six and six yeah. with two with two wild card spots based on either points or pinfall. I'd say pinfall, uh, because again, well, you know points, points then going to pinfall, right? No, because then no. you're uh, then you're into the yeah. same situation because the night shift could yeah. be better than the day shift or vice versa. Or vice versa. Right, but yeah. the points are not as good, but the pinfall is way better. Now, Brian, I also believe, and Scott, no, no I don't think they'd want me as mayor. Um, the, mayor the, the, Yeah, I, mayor I also Mc heard a rumor that there are certain people that would like it to be Canadians versus Americans in the playoffs. I think it should be too. I, I have heard to I be have honest, the opinion of putting all the American qualifiers on one side of a bracket, yes. putting all the Canadians on the That's, other side, and then you have a true final. Nope. Right. Don't like it not even one bit. Do you know why I don't like it not even one bit? Because you're ridiculous. I don't bowl the American teams. So why That's would I – what in the round robin? Oh, in the round robin. No, we're you talking bowl playoffs, Canadian teams. Right? So why does it why – do, why would I – because then you have a Canadian versus American final. Then it's, it's got to be American team. versus American in the playoffs and Canadians versus Canadians in the playoffs. In the okay. uh, in the uh, oh. in the round robin. No. Yes. No, no. You bowl the American teams to get your points based off of that. Nope. Not uh, with that, not with such a disparity in not with such a disparity in pinfall. Then I'm bowling I'm bowling from the American side, I'm like, ah, fuck that, I'm bowling the Knights. Some people will. Most teams have. Melanson Bowling, why change up a tournament that's been full for years and had a waiting list? Because it was full for years 20 years ago. Time has passed by. It was not full this year. We fought to get teams on the American side. Today. I think that was only because of certain scheduling issues and blah, 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 blah. I don't think that was really because... It's the same have... weekend every year. Well, I, yeah. I it has I, been... I don't this, buy the scheduling thing. I don't. This has been a topic of discussion for longer than just the last couple of years. And I know they didn't bowl for three years. I get that. Okay, so let's go back to 2019, which was the last time they, they had the tournament. Yeah. We had this conversation at the tournament about the pinfall at the tournament. Yeah. Okay, this is 2023, four years later, and we're having the same damn conversation. I'm just saying, I don't uh, mind I, if I, you want to do American versus Canadian, that's great, but I don't want to bowl the Canadians during the during the round robin to get my points and pinfall. <coughs> I'll bowl the Americans because that's who I'm bowling in the playoffs. It's like National League versus American League before you started doing. Okay. Well then, well then I'll I'll, I'll counter argue it. We're doing the same thing at Worlds. I'm bowling my shift, and then when I get the playoffs, I bowl the I bowl the other side. I know, and that's it's... been a and that's been a topic of discussion for 32 years since I've been since it... 30, 30, 31 years. Can Can anyone explain to me why they cross over in that? No. Is it just because? Is it the old man argument? That's just the way we've always done it. So keep doing it. It wasn't. It wasn't the way it was always done. Well, I know they used to only take three teams per division. Right, but then it then it it two bold three two bold three. You didn't go two bold three. You know two bold three two bold three. It was oh, two so bold three, you bold division again. Yeah, in the playoffs. 
and then it changed. Someone had a hair across her ass and it changed. Don't know why. Don't know when. But it did. I think it when it went when they went to five, maybe. Well, then you open a whole can of worms, though, because then you're like, okay, well, why do you switch sides of the house? You bowl on one side of the house all week. Why do you have to go bowl on the other side? I understand higher seed gets an advantage, but, geez, that's a big advantage, really, if you think about it in certain places. Yeah, that's hit or miss, though. I've always seen you, – you've always seen upsets either way. You have either way, yes. I understand oh. that. But So, anyway, I, I – I was not a part of the Can-Ams. I dropped out. I gave up my spot. I still want to see the tournament succeed. I still want to see a successful oh, tournament. Oh, absolutely. I just don't think there's a couple of things that if I could change, I would change. That's all. Oh, easily. I'm not even like upset about the shirt thing. I just think people should have been told before, I don't know, they were making the bracket for the playoffs. Yeah. And making someone wear other person's shirt. Yeah, that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that happened. In, that happened in Bangor. I remember. I remember Evan having to wear. He had a wrong color shirt, not color, but something. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure he had to put on Brian Purdy's shirt. He did. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, number number one, not yeah. for nothing. But if someone's bold in a shirt all day, I'm not wearing their shirt. Especially Purdy. No, that's for sure. And it's he not even especially Purdy. Man, like it's, me. It's, it's, I don't care who it is. Yeah. No, I wouldn't wear somebody else's shirt either. Nope. I, you know, hey, Melanson, you know, I thought about that. I was almost ready to tell my wife to go to the store and get me some body paint, navy blue body paint. And I was just going to navy blue body paint myself in both playoffs. All right. Let's, uh, why not? Let's move on. Are we are we ready to move on? Are we done? I don't know. Are we moving on? Are we done talking about it? We didn't really talk about it. We just kind of we just kind of yelled at each other and we didn't yell at each other. No, we had had okay. It's I I just know that we're thirty seven minutes in, and I'd still like to talk about the mixed worlds for you know more than five or ten minutes. Tired and grumpy, Calvin. No, I'm not tired and grumpy. I'm just saying. I'm just stating facts that it was just sorry. My wasn't yelling, but it was. Just talking over each other on everything. Just saying. All right. So so tell me what your thoughts are of the Can Am, Calvin. Tell tell me what you would change. If you could change I, I wouldn't change anything. That's the thing. Nothing? Not a single I, thing. I, I wouldn't, no. I I the I essentially I guess if I were to change something. Scotty, it really depends on it really depends on who's the skins, buddy. Yeah, it really does. Just That's saying. Me and Scotty. I'm not allowed to show my skin anymore. I get grievance. Oh, that's right. We can't. Have, yeah, no more vodka yeah. Thursdays. So I can't go skin. So I have to be shirts. Um, but the, the only thing I would think uh, say, but I know it's always been a thing that everybody at least gets their money back if they make the playoffs, is that the playoffs needs to not be giving out your money back mm-hmm. the first round of the playoffs because that takes almost like three thousand dollars out of your prize money right there off the hop so that'd be the only thing i would change but i on deaf ears i asked that question oh i asked that question 30 years ago easily early 90s i asked i asked that question i was like can someone explain to me why i paid and i forget what the entry fee was back then 75 bucks 80 bucks 90 but whatever it was did you pay in stones and ruffles no we paid in american dollars uh, you know, um, <laughs> I said, explain, can someone explain to me that all I have to do is just make the playoffs and you didn't get your money back. You got like 50 bucks or something. So you got at that time it was the majority of your money back. Yeah. <laughs> and then if I won and lost in the second, if I lost in the second round, made I like made an additional bucks. like 25 bucks. Yeah. Like, and it, and it kind of went like that. And then I was like, I'm traveling. Yep. Entry fee. Oh, yeah. You know, Hotels. hotel, gas, food. Uh, I have to win to the tournament. Win the tournament. Ah, oh, fuck even. yeah. 
I hope that's true, Scotty. I I hope I haven't seen a report on that. Neither have I, but Latang he should he should have he should win the uh, Vesna. Um. Anyway, long story short, I to win the tournament. Yeah, I can't. What 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 is it to win? A thousand bucks? So you guys put a thousand, so you have five hundred each. Yeah. yeah. I just find. Oh, for 64 it's, teams. It's definitely it's definitely a weekend of drunk. It's not it's not a weekend to go and make money. It's definitely a weekend of drunk. It's not a not a tournament to go make money at. That's for sure. It's not like you know if you go away to mixed worlds. Yes, you may spend a lot of money, but you're gonna make you ten know, grand. But I in just the fall, it's a good tune up business. for the men's worlds. Yeah, and that's essentially what it is. It was practice for the men's worlds, and I I I get that. Yeah. But I go back to my argument with the main state tournaments of I pay an entry fee. I do this. I do that. I I, I want a chance to make more than my money back. And, and it just seems like paying the first round is not like necessary. a third of your prize fund. Yeah. Like it's, it's not no. necessary. Again, no. I'm not on the committee. I don't want to disparage what they do because I do no. think they work hard. And I hope they realize that I'm not trying to disparage them as much as I would really like them to listen to constructive feedback. Which they and don't. I don't think, and I don't think any any one of them will listen to constructive feedback, because anytime you approach it, it's you don't know what you're talking about. You have nothing to say about this. Blah blah blah. Yeah. Oh yeah, for sure. I've gotten into it many times with Mary, so it's. But right. you know, you just go and you want to go and you want to go for the weekend and you want to have fun, so you just kind of shut your mouth and just let them do what they got to do. So, all right, I mean, until something changes possibly drastically, nothing's ever going to change, so we just kind of have to kind of live with it. And yeah, it's kind of like when Duncan messes your coffee up in the morning, you're not going to say anything, you just drink it and go back tomorrow. Yeah, right. And then complain about it then. Exactly. Because <laughs> that's what we're doing. You just complain yeah, about it on your way to work. You drink your coffee that's wrong. You wake up the next day and hope they make it right. But you still yeah, know. Absolutely. I'm sorry, right, Tim. Tim Hortons, if you're in Canada. Mixed worlds. Mixed. The vein of my existence. Mixed worlds. Mixed worlds. Uh, let's see. What do we want to talk about? I'd want to say congratulations, but I don't. Because... Everybody except for, gosh, maybe Lori Lewis. <laughs> I don't like. Oh no, I like Evan. I don't like his choices, but I like Evan. So, I'll give him that. <laughs> you know, same goes for Lori. I don't. Li I don't like her choices, but I like Lori. So, congrats to Evan and Lori. <laughs> what about Pavere? Oh boy, Ver! No, I hate him. He's how can you? How can you not no, like the dude? How can you not can't like Gramps? Can't stand him. <laughs> wow. I know. Yes, congratulations to Bud Light 2.0, uh, Penny and Lane, Joey and Joey's and on that team too. Whatever. What, what it, is on there? Yeah. So congratulations to them. Uh, they bowled well all weekend. Um, was Tim, able to. And right. again, I will. I will absolutely uh, call out. Uh, Bob Lee, Paul Grant, and the rest of the crew from uh, Candlepin Bowling Network. They were fantastic. As well as, uh, I want to call out Carrie uh, uh, and Caitlin Finn. Um, they, uh, um, and Tony, um, for the live uh, TikTok uh, that they were doing. Um, at some point, I would love to get them on here and go live on their TikTok on our show. I just, I don't know how to oh, get that it. That would be weird. That's I, some Inception stuff. That's yeah, that's Inception. some like... I'll, how I'll cool would that be though to get them on the show? We're talking about how they're doing the told TikTok social media while thing. While they're on TikTok? And while they're on, on TikTok and on our show at the same time. <laughs> there has to be a way. There has to be a way that we could make this happen. Uh, anyway, uh, all of them, man, hats off for for those of us that that couldn't make it on on Friday, and for those that couldn't make it all day Saturday and and, and on Sunday. Um, 
it it was an absolute pleasure to be able to you know sit back and and watch uh from the comfort of my own recliner <laughs> didn't didn't get sore um you didn't Lucky not you. not that yeah, way standing all day well yeah no i i definitely definitely did that but no can, uh Again, congratulations to Sean Baker, uh, Evan Riva, Joey Lister, Chris Bovair, Nate Lees, Maddie Riva, Mary Thomas, Kim Baker, and Lori Schapa. Um, they did, uh, again, great job. Um, and second place was, uh, I had it. Uh, a tie, I think. A tie, but uh, uh, Academy yeah. Lanes Academy. got second place over Pinfall over Harry's All-Stars. Um, JD seamless gutters in fourth, fifth was bottom shelf and six was PC enterprises. Um, man, there were nine teams within like four points of each other, four points of each other or something like that. Um, really had some tight finishes, um, on Sunday, right from the start, they had tight finishes that first match, Calvin and Chris, that was two pins, wasn't it? Thanks. It was. Well, I mean, we're talking about tight finishes, you know. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Yeah. Didn't enjoy. Didn't enjoy ripping the gut straight back in his face. That was. Yeah. Uh, he did. He did. But I didn't. <sighs> hurt. It hurt. So. I, am sore. <laughs> I. I. I mean, look. I. I had fun watching, and I just. Yeah. I. I'm gonna. I, as someone that has competed for many many years and as someone who has competed at the high at a high level for many many years i had thoroughly an enjoyable time watching Lawsuit. yeah um on saturday when when we got there um i was able to actually watch bowling for the first time in in, in a while <laughs> With you know, with with having no vested interest in who wins or loses, just you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna call out um, oh, who the who the heck was I watching? Um, I don't know what their team name was. Where is it? And while Tim has a brain fart, this message is brought to you by oh no yeah. here here no I I had to find the Prevagen. team name I didn't. Prevagen, what Tim needs. Uh, the uh, ASD Fit Boston team. Yes. Um, Chris Jones, Matt Nichols, Lou Gacharna, Chris McDonough, Mike Erickson, uh, Ashley Brenton, Brittany Underwood, and Alicia Record. I I actually uh, I sat back and I watched. I, I didn't see quite the whole string. Right. But it was kind of cool to sit back. And I mean, Matt Nichols bowled like a man possessed. Uh, he was awesome. He bowled great all weekend, yeah. but like watching, you know, watching Lou and, and I've seen, obviously I've seen Lou bowl um, and he's fun to watch. Uh, I don't know. It was just, it was cool to me to see some of these folks that I just didn't watch unless we bowled against them. Right. You know, uh, just to walk around and enjoy the scenery of, <laughs> well, it's, it's, you know, and it's funny, like, um, I had just watched uh, Brittany and Josh bowl against uh, the Nico doubles. The the yeah the Neko doubles Nico doubles whatever it is, and so to be able to sit back and say okay, so that's who that is, right? Um, was it, it's being able to they're promoting the game the right way, um, and it was just it was just fun to me. Um, you know them. Um, you know, watching. Uh, you know, watching a team like uh, Bottom Shelf is always fun. I mean, they're fun yeah. anyway. Uh, you know, Joey and and Jim. You know, Jimbo and uh, Austin and Joe Smith and all those guys. You know, Glennis. Uh, they just have fun. So it's. I don't know. It was kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. It's a lot of fun to just walk around and enjoy the atmosphere of it yeah, yeah. you know and, and, you know i even watched yeah. i even watched calvin and those guys for a, for a bit um wasn't very pleasant it was kind of depressing <laughs> yeah easily you know i i'm I, happy he wasn't bowling you know yeah. 
No, I Jill was fun to watch. Jill and Melissa yeah. were fun to watch. Yeah. Um, we won't talk about the guys. Um, hey, it's all about the women. That tournament? Yeah, it is exactly. I absolutely, hundred percent believe that they um, carry. They carried us for sure. Yep. Um, and then you take a team like Academy, and and not for nothing. But if you look at that team, um, it, it was the same with the Worlds. You would not have picked them as one of the top three or four teams. I'm not saying they're not good because they're great bowlers. All of them. They're all fun, mm. but they were sitting in second place. Yeah. You know, uh, all of them fun to watch. I don't know. I just, me on my soapbox. I just, I, I thoroughly enjoyed myself for the first time in a long time in a bowling alley. And I never picked up a bowling ball, never put on bowling shoes, you know, talk to a bunch of people. Shot the shit with a bunch of is. I don't know. It was a good time. And got to eat McDonald's before you're old after. So yeah. and got oh, to end. Yeah, my favorite. And he ate all of his chicken nuggies and fries. Loves all the chicken nuggies, did he? <laughs> yep. Yeah, um, a good kid. Yeah, no, it was it it was fun. Um, yeah, I had a great time down there, seeing everybody and seeing, like Tim said, just looking looking around and for once being able to take it all in rather than just your four sets of lanes that you see like pretty much the same four teams all week or weekend. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. There was one, I think we saw, we, we were beside Craig Holbrook's team only one time. And that was when we were bowling them. Yeah. We didn't see them all weekend except for that. And I got my moment. I got finally get the bowl Craig in another tournament other than a doubles. I loved it. It was my favorite. He always I, sits himself out. I, <laughs> How how did it go? Said, I was great. I whooped them. Well, I think it was like one oh seven to one oh two. Ooh. It was it was a battle. So they took you guys out after six? No, no. No, no. We we toughed yeah, it who, out. Who finished the string? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, we toughed it out. We we went we went ball for ball, three pin, four pin, two pin. It was great. We we were having a they actually just jumped time. the ball return halfway through and switched sides. I'll take your half yeah. and take mine. Yeah, we almost did that a couple times because his shots were just as fun as mine. So, you know, and if you look at all, if you look at the rosters and you look at the disparity between what I would call your new generation of bowlers versus your older generation of bowlers, and Calvin, I am going to call you the older generation of bowlers because you kind of straddle that, uh, you straddle that generational line. Yeah. Um, you know, it's over thirties. <laughs> well, no, you just, you look and it, and it's like, there's a lot of good young bowlers that are, I mean, the scores may not have indicated it. Um, you know, Lita can be tough. It, mm-hmm. it can be, you know, I love bowling there. I have always loved bowling there, but I always knew that it was going to make me work. Um, and the scores indicated it. You know, you had to work. Oh, it was tough, especially when you didn't hit the head pin ninety percent of the time. It was tough. <laughs> well, well, yeah. well, don't do that. Yeah, yeah. Is, that you, yeah. is that how you do it, Tim? Well, don't yeah, do that. Uh, just don't do that. But the worst part is, I got better breaks off those than I did off the head pin. So, mm. you know, each his own. <laughs> Uh, can, so high single. Do you do you have that list there, Calvin? Yeah, I was the closest. So would you? What, what were your? What were the guesses for high single? Uh, one ninety one, one seventy five, one eighty two. I said one ninety one. Yeah, Nick Leach, one ninety four. I know. That's pretty. Had close. A ch- he had a chance, didn't he? Yeah. He needed. Yeah. He needed uh, a double. He had thrown a four bagger. He, if you yeah. look, if you looked at at the thing, he went spare in the six. Strike seventh, eighth, ninth, and tenth, and he put eight on it for a one ninety four. Okay, so if he, oh, had, yeah, he needed a double. So if he if he if, if he, he threw, threw the, the double, mm-hmm. it, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then I had Melissa's high average, so I won that. Oh, that the was averages, close one. The averages were not even close. No, <laughs> yeah, we weren't even close on the averages. Um, and then and the ladies' that, high single, but we, we said didn't, we didn't do that. Oh, we didn't. Well. No. Oh, oh, see, I would have said one, I would have said one sixty. Sure, you would have. Me too. And I, I would have guessed, Ma- and I would have guessed Maddie with the one sixty. Absolutely, I would have guessed Maddie with a one sixty as well. Yeah, 
Yeah. Oh, look at that. She had a 160. What? We did it. We did it. Uh, yeah, Josh Daly, you stupid idiot. Had him yeah, in high average. Uh, problem hey, is, problem hey, is he, can't, he doesn't know how to hit the head pin, nor does he know how to hit a freaking wired five-pin break with three wood in front of it. You, you, you know what else he should probably not do? Is talk shit to an old guy yeah. who's bowling next to you because that hasn't worked out well for Josh. No, he doesn't know how to do that yet. No, he doesn't know how to trash talk yet. No, because because he tried that with me once too, and it didn't work well for him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he tries. He tries. Though. He tries. Uh, yeah. Chris Bovair was high average, one twenty three. Matt Nichols, one twenty two point six. Chris Merrill, one twenty two point two. Um, so good job there. And for the women, for the women, this one was close. Uh, yeah. Melissa was a 113.81. Yeah. Uh, Maddie was a 113.47. And Jill was a 112.39. Yeah. All three of them. It was very close going into the last day. Yep. And only four people in the entire tournament bowled all 23 strings. Yeah. I had 22 and a half. But you didn't bowl 23. No. Uh, so we had, uh, it was Glennis and Sonia Rossi for the women. And for the men, uh, I forgot now. It was someone had said it. Oh, a bunch of people at 22. Oh, there's a 23. John Winchell and Steve Reno Jr. Mm. Both on the same team. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Both on the same team. Both were bowling well, actually. They were bowling well most times. Mm. I looked over. So. No. Uh. Yes, Josh. It. I. Whatever it was, I. I know it was more than you. <laughs> more <laughs> than you. Just saying. Better than, better than, better than, better than you. <laughs> better than Josh. <laughs> uh, so let's see. Uh, we will have a special guest in two weeks. He's so excited. He talked to me this I weekend. know. I can't, I can't I, wait I don't, to I don't, have him Are on. we going to tell them? I don't know. If yeah. We tell them. Okay. Yeah. We've got, we've got uh, a new inductee into the 2023 ICBA Hall of Fame. It's not uh, him. No, 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 we don't. No, I'm not. I'm not special anymore. We don't uh, want him on here either. Well, <laughs> I mean, you guys could kick me off, but I've got all the logins for everything. So, yeah. you know, um, Bobby Witt, we got Mr. Bobby Wickham joining us uh, in two week in two weeks. So get your questions ready. Uh, we will also put that out so we can have some. You know, have just a. I don't know. I'm looking forward to this one. I, I love Bobby. He's he is one of my all time favorites uh, yeah. in the game of candlepin bowling. He is he is by far one of the one of the best out there, and uh, by far one of the nicest that you're ever going to run you know run up against. By far one of the only people I always look forward to seeing in November. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 So that'll be that'll be. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. That's gonna that's gonna be fun. Yeah, it's um, gonna be a good one. We'll talk. Uh, we'll talk everything from from bowling to baseball with Bobby. Yeah. Oh goodness! Yep. Fantasy baseball, especially. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, and uh, coming soon this summer, uh, we will have our top ten Robin Williams uh, movies. Um, we're gonna put together. We'll put together that. Um, I kind of like these little top tens like this. It's yeah. Uh, and then during the slow season this summer, Calvin and I will get Tim to talk wrestling. Oh yeah! I'll talk, I'll talk wrestling. We're gonna get you to watch. We're gonna get you to watch yeah. a pay per view. You're gonna go over to Brian's, and then we're gonna do a yeah. podcast on the pay per view. It is not things. the first time I have watched no, a pay per view wrestling. Probably at my. Oh, I believe it. But it's been a long time, I'm sure. Yeah, well, of course yeah. it has. I mean, I don't know. I think the last thing you watched in my house was the McGregor May- uh, Mayweather fight. Yes. Yeah, it was a while ago. Yeah. Um. Any questions from the uh, peanut gallery before we call it top 10 favorite wrestlers? Dino Bravo. 
Dino Bravo. Murdered by the Canadian Mafia. I, you know, so I'm all, I'm only gonna, I'll, I'll, I'll only say Dino Bravo because when Brian first started doing the pop, doing the podcast, his, the, the wrestling podcast, um, I would routinely, you know, go on discord and I would listen and, and whatnot. And every time they started talking favorite, this favorite that I'm typing in Dino Bravo. Cause it was just for some reason it what came to my head was, you know, one well, of the he, he legitimately got killed over uh, cigarettes by the Canadian mafia. Yes. Uh, why don't they do a playoff format for the mixed worlds? Great question, Ian. Uh, there is a, a long there, ass weekend. A lot of bowling. <laughs> there is a playoff format for the mixed worlds. There is one. Uh-huh. It is a tie for first. There will be a one string roll off. That has happened two out of the last three years. 2019 was no, technically three of the last four if you don't count the because it didn't it happen 2021 as well wasn't there one string roll off um no 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 so 20 so 2019 was the last year Before and then COVID. it was canceled in 2020 yeah uh 2021 there was no one string roll off 2022 last year okay there was a one string roll yeah. up and then i thought there was oh, one in 2021 but no no so 20, 2019 um was one of my is is still even though even though i was on the losing team is still one of my all-time favorite matches i've ever been involved in absolutely um really wish it was recorded from the start but <laughs> yeah I, I do i yeah. wish i wished it were um yeah in the the ending is one of my all-time favorite endings, um, yeah. and I only say that uh, because as I as I've gotten older, I've been able to handle losing a little more gracefully. Uh, but I was so happy and so proud of Davey for the way he finished that, oh, yeah. um, because when you're bowling for ten grand, that's a lot of money. Uh, when you mm-hmm. when you've got two boxes and you got to make up seventeen pins. Um, you have to show up and, you know, he, he ripped a great spare, um, and, and an absolute blistered strike. Still yeah. one of the coolest videos that you're going to see. Oh, easily. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, Absolutely. you know, and it, it was just, I, I was so happy for him. I was sad for us. Um, but happy for him and happy for the most of the other team. Um, man, don't make Jill feel bad. <laughs> <laughs> not nice. I was happy for Jill. Oh, that's funny. Uh, no, but it was it was cool. So yes, it was a one there was a one string roll off. Um, and I will say congratulations to Maddie and Evan. This is their third win in a row for the for the uh, mixed worlds. Um, and they have a cute dog. And they have a very cute dog. So, uh, <laughs> anywho. Uh, Calvin, yeah. question for what was the matter with you that last string? You owe me 20 bucks. Just don't pay attention to Ian. He's okay. Not the time. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but anyway, yeah. So that that is ultimately there's no playoff format because it's 23 strings in three days. It is a long ass tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, long. Yeah. Like you almost you don't get out of there on Friday until you know if they, if they did like two divisions since they have two and then you did like eleven strings so you went like seven four or something and you go back to just a two day you go Saturday Sunday and then you have like two playoffs after or something like that three two I, one one whatever I love the fact that you bowl every every team though for this I know me too but that's why I, I don't think format. I don't think I don't think I'd ever want this format to change. No, no, I get no, no, I'm good with it. I'm just yeah. saying if, if there is a playoff format. Yeah. 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 That that that'd be kind of, that'd be okay. Yeah. Um is there a particular lane you haven't bowled at that you want to? Hmm. Um yeah, I've never that one. I've never bowled at Webster in Webster Timber Lanes. I think that'd be I think that'd be kind of cool. Ooh, um, Woodstock. I have a bowl at BJ's place. I want to bowl there. 
It's awesome. Ah, yeah, I've never bowled there either. That'd be kind of cool. Uh, Calvin? I'm tired. We know that. Calvin doesn't like bowling enough. Well, we're, bowl we're, like five, we're like five minutes over now. Let's go. All right. So, apparently, I am supposed to say, if you like our program, please click like and supri- subscribe on our YouTube, oh, and you God. can do all that sort of stuff. So, hit like, hit subscribe. All the good stuff. Please leave Go a comment. It helps with the algorithm. Please leave a comment. Helps with the algorithm. Um, you can send your questions, your comments, your concerns to ripping the rack podcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Twitter. You can find Brian on OnlyFans. That has started back up. He is Big Booty Brian. Brian, where Brian. else can they hear us? Well, they can hear us on YouTube, obviously, right now. You can download the VOD. You can hear us on Spotify, Anchor Breaker, iHeartRadio, iTunes, and wherever else you listen to your podcasts. Could you do the disclaimer, please? No. Thank you. I said please. All right, I'm out. The views and expressions of Tim, Calvin, and Brian of Ripping the Rag Podcast are solely of ours. And if you don't like them, while we uh, accept your criticism, we will listen to it, file it away, and Tim will probably ignore it. Thank you. And we got two words for you. So good. <laughs> <laughs>